This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. But next, getting into this concert shop, man. <laughs> we got, you know what, you know, you know, you know, I know what I want to call this one right now. I want to call this family beef in the African diaspora, man. We might have to have a part two to this conversation because I know it's gonna be tenuous, but it's this is this is thick, this is heavy, so. We might have a part yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. We 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 made you give y'all a piece of the conversation. We're gonna put part one in this one. Part part one. They gotta do in the morning. So, so family so to give a little background for part one. Yeah, just to give just to give a little background, just to give a little background very quickly. You know, um, the 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 age we live in now, social media makes the world very small, and we're able to have a lot of engagement and interactions with people that live in other spaces and places and time zones that we probably may not never ever get to contact or engage without social media. You feel me? With that being said, you know, uh, this past week I found myself in a back and forth, you know, with someone in the African diaspora, and though. Um, what we was going to get, what we was going back and forth, I thought had kind of actually everything to do with now. I think about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the beef of African versus African Americans come up, came up. And before we kind of get into the more tense places of that conversation, I'm just curious for y'all, uh, uh, for everybody in the comment section and for you too, you know, um, what, what, are, what are parts of the continental culture that y'all wish y'all had, you know, ties to that y'all, you know, uh, wish y'all had a relationship to the most. Yeah, I think you're on mute. Yeah. I was, let me jump in there. For me, off the rip, um, it is uh, language, right? Being able to have some of that native language, being able to learn uh, some of that Swahili, some of that Yoruba, right? I really wish that I had the ability, because what, what we see is that uh, Africans who end up living in America oftentimes end up speaking four languages, right? They speak uh, parts of their native language, right? That are still uh, very vibrant and they're on the continent in their tribes within their particular uh, countries, clans, groups, whatever, right? They still got their language. Then they learn the language of whoever colonized that shit. So they get to learn French, they get to learn Italian, they'll learn a little bit of extra stuff that whatever. Then they come or before they even get here, they learn English. Um, or learn, come over here and learn English, and then they get to learn AAVE. So you four languages deep, you know what I'm saying? I just just off of merely existing in the way your existence was shaped. And so I really kind of wish that a I was able to speak in native tongues that a lot of my ancestors and a lot of the people that I'm related to spoke in, but also benefit from having just an expansive vocabulary that's reflective of you know kind of the experiences of my people, and that's something we don't get to take advantage of. Some, I mean, really, the only thing I wish is 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 more so not what I wish I, I had, but more so what I wish I wasn't attached to, and that's just like the history of slavery. I mean, you know, they got it's because colonialism in Africa, but you know the what what slavery has done to the mind of black people in terms of the appreciating appreciating their culture. You know what I mean? Like it it it's put us in a position to where even the parts of culture that we embrace still have certain anti-black aspects to it and so you know like that 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 pure culture just ancestor you know what i mean like when we talk about our ancestors specifically as black people uh, I, I mean we go back to the continent because we know our melanin and we know that our ancestors the ancestors of our ancestors came from the continent but when we call calling ourselves black people 
we know where that black begins and it's that attachment like and i know people always like to say well our history don't start in with slavery like no our our entire history doesn't start with slavery but who we are like me calling myself black you, you know what i'm saying me saying my nigga this my nigga that all regardless of what that means to me today that's the you know that's the the beginning of it that's his genesis and so having a a a history and a cultural lineage that's uh outside of colonialism and racism and, and oppression that would be dope <laughs> you know what i'm saying to just be able to look back and be like yeah our our, the, the, our gods are you know we prayed to you know we had this type of relationship to the land and you know my grandfather or, or my grandmother used to tell me the stories of of this person and that person you know what I mean? Like that type tribal of heritage. Tribal yeah. relationships, tribal relationships. That's, that's what that's what that's what I'm about to get in right there. I'm about to say for me personally, I would that's 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 what I wish I had ties to specifically, like the tribal, what tribe I came from specifically, or what tribes I have ties to specifically, kind of what are some of their cultures, coach uh, what's the some of their cultural rituals, practices, dress, you know what I'm saying, language, you feel me? But but literally, like what, like literally like tribe, knowing like literally specific tribe. Knowing you feel me, history of that specific tribe, and you know what I'm saying, like everything that come with that, you feel me, like that's 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 kind of what I would, you know what I mean, uh, want to know, you feel me, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you know, and also y'all let us know in the comment section as well. Uh, the next question though, you know, why people letting us know in the comment section, um, so kind of one of the things that started this little beef, one one of the things, one partially what started this, you know, dialogue. In terms of what happened this, this this past week, is I was asked the question of how do I feel specifically about African Americans being called out for appropriating African culture? I, I ignore. I, I, I ignore that shit. American I'm gonna keep it a bug. I love my African brothers. I love my African brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like I I under, I, I get you know why it's important to them and all that other shit, but. You talking to us about appropriation? Move around. Like there is, there, it like you can have, you can criticize me all you want. It's just like a conservative calling me a racist because you know I say Black Lives Matter. They could say Black Lives Matter is racist because it says Black Lives Matter, but is it really right? Ra- no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's a misinformed opinion based on pre- based on some you know, and I say prejudice in terms of not having a full understanding of what's going on. You know what I mean? And so knowing that black is an amalgamation of enslaved Africans who were compressed, you know what I mean, and, and, and bred and separated so they wouldn't speak similar languages. The one thing that you know, when you look like this, when you have this complexion in this country, there is a relationship to Africa. And if you don't know that relationship, that means you came from a particular standpoint and that's slavery, period. So if I embrace something on the continent, it's not appropriation. You know what I'm saying? That, that, like Michael Mack said, you can't hate the roots of the tree and not hate the tree. I have to appreciate my roots because then I won't understand and how to appreciate myself. It's that simple. So I'm not going to beef with you because you got that opinion. You know what I'm saying? You still my brother or whatever, but it's, it's just how, that, how anti-blackness is global. And, when I, and, that, and that's the distinction. That's where you get that distinction between black, you know what I'm saying, and African. Because if you think that black people can appropriate African culture, you're saying that there's a disconnect between black and African. 
I mean, 1,000%. I think the whole notion that anti-Blackness is global and that Black people can be anti-Black, right, speaks to, like, the way, and I don't want to get too much into the theoretical and philosophical components of anti-Blackness, but when you talk about Black flesh and kind of what happened to Black flesh through the transatlantic slave trade, how it emerged as something completely different and completely new, right? There's a connection there, but you also have to recognize that you have drunk the Kool-Aid and eaten the forbidden fruit of white supremacy and anti-Blackness. If you as an African person from the continent have found issue with me without taking that part into consideration. So Mm -hmm. if you are accusing me of uh, appropriation and two things, one of two things are happening. Either I'm not appropriating because I can't appropriate what's mine and you're just wrong and misled. And so you need to fall back. Or you do believe that I have appropriated something uh, by which you have aligned yourself with anti-blackness and with white supremacists, which means that you have some internalized issues to work out and not necessarily me. And so, like Brittany said, it speaks to how this place we actually are. And by this place, I mean place less. Literally, our people have put us out and sent us out to see to kind of be adrift. A point of no return. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy because that's what those doors, that's what those portals where those ships lined up to pick us up to carry us out were called. That's why they were called it, the point of no return. It's just hella messed up that the the the, the notion of returning, the logic of returning, the, the green light to return is being held up by our own people. Yeah. Marcus Garvey would be rolling in his grave. Like, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah, I think, I think that uh, for me, I think I think I think kind of on like kind of like on some just offense debate almost. It's like there's I'm willing to have the conversation about African Americans appropriating African culture, but I'm curious if it cuts both ways. I think that most of the world would agree that African that 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 hip hop music and rap music is an African American creation and African American production. And I think that when it comes to Africans celebrating or being implicated in the things that are dressed thing, the words that we popularize, the, you know what I'm saying? The shoes we popularize, the clothes we popularize, the, the, the music, the, 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 the movies. I think that is, if, if that is not notions of cultural appropriation, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious of what are the parameters of how we kind of define cultural appropriation. And then it made me go back to what you already went to, some Afro-pessimism. Made me think of a damn near wooded saline off top of the head almost. It's like, so so it's damn near really like the, the world really believes that the cultural productions of the slave is up to the whims of the world. And we don't get to own shit. Slave don't get to own a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. To the music, the culture, the language, the dance, the, the how we walk, how we talk. No, oh, none of it. What you saying? And what I what you not finna do? What you not finna do is sit up here and get excited because we jumped on Afro beating. Don't rush, slow touch. Just so you are excited. Yeah. Are we? Are, 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 are you jamming that Beyonce? Like you. Know, yeah. You gonna have to make a decision about how you want it. You can't get mad at me for wearing. And that's the thing about it. I think that pisses me off too is about the condescending nature and the paternalism of it all. Because no, like, are you accusing me of of uh, appropriating? But then you got this real snob remark about how I ain't even doing it right, right? So my, my you know, when Shiki's was really kind of popping off, Dashiki's was really becoming some of it uh, 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 or something, right, to really put on, to really embrace and really wear. Like, everybody had those carbon cut- cutter dashikis that I stopped wearing once I started seeing, like, Walmart selling them and all types of weird places. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. But, go, yeah. no, let me finish my thought, though. But, like, one of the things that really pissed me off was going back and forth about how upset 
uh, you know, a couple people I know that are from the continent worry about me wearing my shikis. And I'm just like, what else do you want me to do? Have you went over there and told me when you was taking a trip to go see auntie and uncle and when you was mommy and daddy and, and grandma and them, did you did, I, did you let me put an order in? Shout right. out to uh, Anthony Ibuli, by the way, and Khalid for making sure that when they go, yeah. back, over, when they go back home, they make sure to ask me if I want some gear, some authentic. And, and Kofi. And shout out to Kofi as well. Oh, man, can't forget about Kofi. Like, we stay swagged out straight from Somaliland, straight from Ghana, right? They that, Straight from Nigeria, like, we get the stuff. And so they have built a bridge, whereas I've seen and had interactions with a whole lot of other people from the continent where they turn their nose up. You know, uh, George and she was good for throwing it on with some J's, putting it on with some fatigues or whatever. And hey, 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 this, hey, hey, this is what I've seen, though, from, from – because from, I brought up and I had that dialogue about the back and forth with, you know what I'm saying, it was a, it was a, it was a young woman that, was, that, that lives in the U.K., Via Jamaica, you feel me? Yeah. And shit, we was going back and forth, you know what I'm saying? But uh, one of the things that I kind of you know thought of was they bring up how we call them African booty scratchers and how we talk shit about them. They're doing their dances and eating their food and how all of a sudden it became trendy, you feel me? And all of a sudden you want to do it. And it's just like, in my mind, it's like, oh, I get the frustration. I get that, you feel me? But let's not act like you feel me that they're like we like, do it to on both sides in terms of we they, do it to ourselves. They, they nasty, they this, that, and the other. What you saying, Damo? We do it to ourselves. That's not unique. Niggas talk about niggas all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that the, and, and I and I hear this often. Um, you know, my, my wife is East African, you feel me? So you know, we had these conversations about culture and just like the 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 uh just like the distinct different ways we both grew up in this country but Shut she grew up you know what i'm saying she grew up in a uh an immigrant community you know what i'm saying her parent the her friends that she grew up with all of their parents was front were from eritrea right they all first generation so you know their relationship with blackness is a little is a little bit different but the but the the thing that um the thing that stands out though to me is when we talk about these conversations of People saying, well, you know, y'all do this and y'all make these jokes and now y'all want to do this and that. Yeah, duh. You feel me? We talk shit about uh, all aspects of black culture and you'll definitely see us embracing it at the same time. I mean, as a as a, as a a professional shit talker, you feel me? Georgia, no. If, if I'm being overly nice or if I'm just being lovey, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Damo, what's wrong, bro? Like, what is this is weird? You know what I'm saying? If I don't walk in, whole ass nigga, nigga, you know what I mean? That's love. It's it's that's that's just how you know we we Jones, we crack, we you know what I mean, we we roast. we roast, you know what I mean? That's just what we do. That's just a part yeah. of the game, it's a part of it. It's literally it's AAVE. That's what we get, that's how we get down. You know what I'm saying? That's how it, and is it is it is it is it some toxic uh aspects of it? A hundred percent fucking right. A hundred percent right. You know what I'm saying? We live in a toxic culture, so we pick up some of it. But uh, uh, the underlying relationship, though, is one of love. Ultimately, you know what I'm saying? I've had some of the craziest roast sessions with the people that I care the most fucking about. You feel me? So to attach it to, well, oh, y'all talk bad about it. I think the the trouble and the criticism, because I, I mean, that's kind of like the easy jokes, the kind of stuff that we did in our childhood. I think the problem that a lot of uh, our African family from the continent feel is that a lot of that still resonates and manifests itself in our adulthood. Um, and so we, uh, you know, invite them in and exclude them from certain conversations because we are protective of the certain notions of blackness. I mean, I, I think there is a level of less than, less subordination. You know what I'm saying? Well, not subordination, but 
um, um, I mean, we kind of reduce them. I mean, I think they do exist in my experience, right? I've been around people like Africans from the continent and the way that our cultures have meshed have not just necessarily been because they don't want to, but because we've been apprehensive about bringing them in and making them feel as though like a lot of how we feel and how we move is the same. And, and so I, I'm, I'm not completely without fault and blame and understanding that yeah yeah, but, yeah understanding there. but i mean I, th- I think the most troubling part is the lack of understanding about how we've been pit against each other this is a carefully orchestrated plan that is that's, what, that's 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 what that's what i made that's what i made most of my videos about divide and conquer white supremacy these being old kind of tactics in terms of how these conversations don't lead to us to having productive relationships or productive dialogue about you know what I'm saying? Coming together. Shout out to the homie A Unity Anonymous. You feel me? So but shout out to A Unity, definitely. Yeah. Hey, but this I I to play the devil's advocate just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because on one hand, I do feel very strongly about this question of uh appropriation. And I know we kind of getting close to that. Uh you know, I mean, because again, remember this is a part one, y'all. We wanted to we wanted to keep this episode a little bit more succinct. Because uh, you know we, we are at a at a different time during the week and niggas got shit they got to do in the morning, but in terms of this question of appropriation, there are there are aspects of people black people even appropriating black culture though. You know what I mean? Like so when you have um, when you have uh, Cory Booker talking about his cousin T Bone. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm like, like that's 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 like black people who are trying to create a relate. Like, cause we know blackness is not monolithic, bro. Your blackness is you. You don't need to have a cousin named T Bone or a cousin named Ray Ray or a cousin named Pookie to be black. Peaches is also one they like. To yeah, go. you don't need a cousin named Peaches to be black. You black. You good, bro. But but I do think I do think there is there there can be an unhealthy relationship. Right, like that's why I, I wore dashiki one time. It did not feel right. <laughs> it didn't, you know what I'm saying? Somebody had got it for me, so I wanted to be like, uh, shout out to Brittany, you know what I'm saying? Uh the oh 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 you debater. Uh she had got it for me. Shout <laughs> out to Brittany. You know what I'm saying? And she and we went, we uh 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 W Kamal Bell. He 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 did a he uh he came to OU and he was talking about like you know white privilege and all of that shit. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna throw on the shiki. And I and the whole night it just did not feel right <laughs> for me. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it, it was just this. I, I'm I'm a, plan, I, as much as I have an appreciation, I mean, as much as I have an appreciation for you know what I'm saying for African culture, it just it just wasn't my it just wasn't my vibe. I went but, to a dinner the other day, swag mine on. I but yeah, it, it, but see, and, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. But, but my thing is, I feel like me not feeling right in it though. If I was still trying to wear a shiki just so I could feel connected to that's fake. If I'm just if I'm just wearing it because like y'all really y'all be swagging y'all's out, like y'all be fly with y'all shit. I ain't figured that part out, and I'm gonna let you know what I'm saying. Hey, just let, me, <laughs> just let me ask one more question before we get out of here. Actually, this this is how I'm gonna end it, and, and, and I'm ending it perfectly for us to get to a part two. But I'm curious when it comes to I feel like the family beef of the African diaspora, we usually talk about the African American versus African kind of, you know, conflict. I'm curious to how do y'all think the West Indies and our Caribbean brothers, sisters, and non-conforming people kind of fit into this, you know what I'm saying, in terms of what we got going in terms of this beef. Do they fit in? Do they not fit in? Is that like, do, do, what do y'all know? What's that? I'm just- I mean, I think they make less of an issue about 
uh, American black people Be, being on this side. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they still on the same side that we own. So it's kind of like that connection there. Yeah, I, th- I think they're just a little bit more in the middle. And what we have to recognize too is they have a relationship with colonization, right? They have a relationship with slavery, at least in some regards. And so a lot of that is important to remember. They have a relationship. They in have some regards. Shit, in most regards, they got it's, they, it's the it's the first drop. Exactly. Right. And they, look, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, tell you my fault. They were able to protect certain parts of their culture, i.e., how they still have um, you know, remnants of the language, how they kind of converge, pat things like patois and English, how they had like there's a lot of interesting, great things that they've been able to hold on to. And so they're in, you know, this very unique kind of situated position where they got a hand over there in the continent. And then of course the Americanization that happened through slavery and through anti-blackness has also impacted them as well. And so it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, there was, it's, it was something more insidious about what happened in the United States and, and the U.S. approach to, to slavery than other places, you know what I mean, which made black extremely unique, even in terms of the diaspora, you know what I mean, like the, the U.S. experience specifically. I just had a debate on, um, on whether or not black people could be racist. And one of the, one of the things that, uh, that I learned even in doing that research is that the term racism specifically was used to uh, characterize white or black social order in the United States, specifically, right? Like even though you had colonialism, you had xenophobia, you had prejudice all throughout the world, when, when, the, when the word racism started to be proliferated, it was unique to literally black over white power dynamics in the US. So we can, like without a doubt, understanding the etymology of the term racism and racist, you can, you can point to the United States being a unique place in which that white over black power dynamic kind of mutated. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, and so that's why when it comes to black people in the US, like you said, there, there, there are remnants of culture associated with when you go down, when you go further south in terms of the diaspora with being on this, you know what I'm saying, side of the globe. But here, like what, what our ancestors endured was was much uh it, it it played much more into like the social order of everything here mm-hmm. that we are like that impetus to like that, 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 um, I, I always say it's like that bottom class. Like we, the, uh, cause like people talk about integration a lot and like, well, we don't need to integrate into America. And what the first thing I say when people say that is we are integrated as the serving class of America. That's how they have positioned us. That's what black means here. And it, and it means, and it means that when you go to Africa, it means that when you go to China, it means that when, even when Jamaicans and you know what I'm saying Brazilians and everybody else look at the black as this different form of otherization. You know what I'm saying? And so like that unique situation that we in mm-hmm. creates a unique conversation when we talk to the other blacks. You know what I'm saying? The global blacks, the American blacks have a unique conversation with the global blacks. Yeah. Let's shoot over to these comments. Hey, Unity shouted you out for the debate that you were in the other day. So, uh, big love to you for definitely going in different channels and representing the chop up well. Uh, already, already. Uh, Terrell, Terrell Taylor said different countries in the West Indies have different negotiations with colonial uh, with colonization and slavery. That includes relationships with former colonizers and fellow colonized. That's a fact. It made me think of how I answer the question is thinking about the multiplicity of blackness and its uniqueness in the Caribbean. 
and just how what Terrell is saying, how different people have different negotiations with fellow colonized people in former colonizers. And I think of, you know what I'm saying, the former island of what, Espanola, you feel me, uh, uh, Haiti and Dominican Republic. And just how, you know what I'm saying, shit, you try to call a Dominican, a Dominican, you feel me, goddamn black, unless you know in a minute, I'm not black, I'm Dominican, you feel me, type shit, you know what I'm saying, more than likely anyway, you know what I'm saying, right. shout out to the Dominicans that, you know what I'm saying, don't be with the anti-black shit, but I just think of how that, you know what I'm saying, in terms of, you know, blackness, how it's different, how, you know what I'm saying, Jamaica, some Jamaicans don't identify as black, but you go over to, you feel me, Puerto Rico, you feel me, I'm not black, I'm Puerto Rican, you feel me. It's just, you know what I'm saying, I'm not black, I'm Cuban, you feel me, and how this, you know what I'm saying, different negotiations happen. And Terrell is speaking of that as well when he says, I can speak from experience, Jamaicans and Barbadians are both seen differently with respect to colonization and race and see each other differently vis-a-vis -vis those dynamics. So it's like that, like Jamaican means something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Jamaican black, yeah, but what do you call the black? Wait, wait, like, the term that we have is African-American. Like, and we we not attached to the term African-American like Jamaicans are attached, to, uh, are attached to the term Jamaica or are Jamaicans or how uh, people from Barbados are, you know, are 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 attached to being a, a person of, of Barbados. We don't like that African-American shit. That's for the application. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's for the PC shit. That's just the, like we black and really we, you know what I'm saying? You, depending on who you're talking to, are we niggas? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and like literally, I would say that nigga and black mean more to black people in terms of that cultural uh, cohesion than African American. I mean, what the fuck about being African American? About the evolution that we got to um, to get to black, right? We went from Negro to nigger, nigger to, or nigger to Negro to Afro American to African American to black. And so there's been a lot of negotiations by people who are not us about what the hell to call us in the first place, right? We were never a part of bartering. This is who we want to be, and this is how we want to be identified. As a matter of fact, I take that back. Blackness was finally the term that was both ascribed to us, but that we legitimately took on for ourselves and started to take ownership of and say it is beautiful and things like that. But, you know, we have not been a part of the negotiations of who we are, whereas Jamaican in the ownership, Barbadian in the ownership, Haitian in the ownership, Dominican, Puerto Rican in the ownership of it is there and a little bit different. Uh, we'll get to this last comment and we'll go ahead and close it out before George falls asleep on camera and we have to have a long talk after the show. Yeah, shout out to my shout out to my teacher folk. Toya uh, herself has been sitting in front of the camera teaching the oh, teaching the future. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like my Thursday. So I literally went from my high school to my college. To you here. know what I'm saying? So hey, Fourth grade, sixth grade, and two college classes today. Yeah, I did. I did ninth grade, tenth grade college class, then talked to some debaters. Yeah, well, hey, well, y'all do, hey, y'all do, yeah, that high level babysitting. Uh, <laughs> Rita reset. Rita reset. Haitians, uh, in in terms of like you know these, uh, that's a that's another group. Haitians, right? They attach that term hate uh, being a Haitian. That means something to them. Knew a Haitian who felt disgust for Jamaicans. I was too young to figure out why. Because that's that's that cult, that's their cultural shit. You know what I'm saying? Haitians and Jamaicans got a beef because of that some internal ethnic. And you know what? That's them. Just like in Africa, you got warring tribes. That shit makes sense. People, it's, it's people beef with people. Like it's just like blocks beefing. Haitians and Jamaicans could beef, you know what I'm saying? Just like niggas on hey, trade block hey, and hey, wood block beef. The, that's you know the, what I'm saying? That's like, the, that's uh, how it goes. the uh, tribalism that we all kind of just bred in us differently. I think, I think that I feel like black, I feel like the, I feel like in, in general, most humans have different levels of tribalism. 
I think that black people, we have a unique way of engaging in tribalism. I think that compared to other people, we, do. we got a unique way. I don't mean, think it's more violent. I don't think it's more negative. I just think it's unique. I can just leave it at that. Yeah. The black folk from KCK different from them than black folk from KC Mo. And I tell you that in a heartbeat. They move different. They walk different. They look different. They dress different. They put their clothes and that's, on. Hey, as a nigga from Texas, too, uh, man, listen. Right. Hey, the black folks in Houston and the black folks in Dallas. Oh, yeah. That's two different types of niggas. Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. In Texas, that, that right there, that, that right there, you feel me? That's that's right that, that right there. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, you, you know, you know, know Brian Kyle Station. Yeah. The black folks where I'm from in Brian. It's different over there, them niggas over there. For the there. college station. And I, and and that's, just that. that's just understanding. No disrespect really? to no niggas in college station. You right. feel me? But y'all know how we think down there. You feel me? Right. We think y'all the way across the tracks, y'all different. I, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely embrace that because when it comes to like even as like when it comes to Kansas City, Kansas versus Kansas City, Missouri, like it's it's static. Like niggas is neighbors. And when I learned about Chicago, I learned easy. <laughs> so then I think about the Dominican Republic versus Haiti. It's like that's some real tribalism, right? Or, there. or Haiti and Jamaicans. Please for being dark skin. Yeah. I mean, oh, you speaking French? Oh, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> it's really how I learned about it. This was going on down there, though. So it's just yeah. Like, yeah, so hey, so shout out to all the tri- all the uh, the tribal bullshit that niggas embrace just because you know what I'm saying we need something to love. It is what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, shout out to my niggas in KC Mo and my niggas in KCK. You know, I was blessed to be able to grow up on both sides. I went to school on both sides. Toy in my home. Listen, hey, look, but look, who your nigga though? Who your nigga though? Kansas City, Kansas, until I was like a senior in high school. So I it was completely oh <laughs> out of <laughs> the city. Why would I go what are you talking that? about? You went to you went to tournaments when you was you went to tournaments. And, I didn't know how to get there. Oh, yeah. I oh, you said know how to get there. Know how to get there. Atlanta, uh, LA versus Oakland. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Oakland, be, uh, versus Tulsa. Any 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 the Philly versus uh Pittsburgh. Yeah, Philly versus Pittsburgh. Philly versus Pittsburgh. Yeah, it'd be like that. Hey, I mean, it's and you know, that tribalism is still within us. Versus two, two, Hutsey versus Tutsies. You feel me? GDs versus Vice Lords. And I'm like, natural. Crips and Bloods. Goddamn it. Crips and Bloods. It's natural. Yeah. Hey, but look, here, hey, we go. We, 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 look, nigga said this is going to be a short episode and it still went over an hour. I'll let y'all chop up. Y'all didn't ramp me up real, real quick. Talk yeah. About That's how yeah let me do this. Let me, we, but, hey, but let's close it. Let's close it out like this. Y'all make sure y'all follow the page. Go to Facebook at the Chop Up Show. Go to YouTube at the Chop Up Show. Go to Instagram at the Chop Up Show. Y'all pay uh, pay attention because once these uh, once we get this all dissected and processed and put, make sure you go to Spotify. If you're not following the Chop Up Show on on Spotify, do it now. If you not if you got an iPhone, I know all of y'all out there. That's another tribalism. Team Android, we in here. This the new one too. You know what I'm saying? It's the new one, Team Android. If you got an iPhone, make sure you follow you know, us at, on Apple Podcasts. I know, I, I, I know capitalism sucks, but I was almost classics. Like, ugh, poor people. But, you know, I ain't going to Hey, Chris Franklin said, ain't no gang gang versus L.A. and Oakland uh, representing the Bay all day. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, I mean, yeah, straight up, from L.A. to the Bay. North Cal versus SoCal, I should say. North Cal versus No, no, he said, hey, from L.A. to the Bay, it's love. It is what yeah. it is. But, hey, Shout out to my city girl, Lisi, in here for coming through. Uh, testify hey, by Kansas City. Straight up, hey, more Missouri people. I love y'all, Missouri folk. It is what it is. Hey, again, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Stitcher. Follow us on wherever you get your podcast. We there. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, we're going to figure out next week's episode. You know what I'm saying? We ain't trying to come back too soon because, you know, people be needing a break. So we're going to figure that out. We're going to let y'all know. Stay tuned for the clips. Stay tuned for, you know, everything else we got coming up. We got, we got another debate that we're going to plan soon. Another public debate we're going to plan soon to give y'all the information. Yeah, I mean, show y'all how we break it down. So for everybody that tuned in on YouTube and Facebook, thank you. We love y'all. This is the chop. Go figure it out.